Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Culture of Care show by myself, Chandler, or as you know me on here as Chan's Logic. Something that I thought would be an interesting topic today would be to bring out the eight steps that can bring you closer to living your best life. And as you may know, as we progress into the more episodes of this podcast, we're going to focus on mental health. We're going to focus on nutrition, we're going to focus on great guests, and we're going to focus on whatever the topic of the week that I decide is or that I get from you guys. So if you do have a topic that you want me to talk about, send it over to me so I can add it to the queue for the topic of the week, because I think it's really going to help put us in a great place and help this progress forward to where it really needs to be based on what everybody needs. So today, what we're going to go over and what we're going to talk about are the idea that Maybe you're in a position to where you're you're stuck in your career. You haven't been able to grow. You know you have some mental roadblocks holding you back. You may be in the entrepreneurship land and you've got a lot of stress on you. So you've got anxiety and you've got some, maybe a little bit of depression that's holding you from back from being able to get what you want to get. Maybe you're living your life and you have these different thought processes and emotions and things that you've been dealing with that are not allowing you to essentially live your best life. And so I want to bring out the idea that you can put yourself in a place to where you can adjust and change your mindset and you can allow yourself to live your best life and put yourself in a position to where we can go from despair to happiness and excitement. And that's where these eight steps closer to living your best life came from. It was some of the concepts and ideas that I came up with and that I knew were going to help take people from the place to where they're struggling and suffering to putting people in the place to where they are excited and they're happy and they're pumped about what's going on in their lives and they're putting themselves in a position to where they can not only put themselves first, but they can understand truly what it feels like to actually be in a place to where they are expressing what they need to express and they're doing exactly what they need to do and they don't have things holding them back. They're not stuck in their careers anymore. They're not stuck in their business that doesn't seem to be going anywhere and they don't seem to be in the position anymore to where it's their own head that's holding them back or their own anxiety and depression that's putting them into a place to where they don't feel okay. And if we don't feel okay, we're in a position and place to where we need to learn how to feel okay because it's not a good place to be stuck there. And if you're stuck there, you're going to feel like you can't get out. You're going to feel like there's no hope. You're going to feel lost. You're going to feel alone in the world. And so what we need to do is we need to understand that we can get out of that place and we can put ourselves into a position to where that place is eliminated. And most of the time when I work with people, both in, in this health and wellness environment and in this environment where we feel stuck, it often stems from removing some of the beliefs we've already instilled in ourselves and putting new beliefs in that help us understand that the old beliefs are normal beliefs, but they may not be the correct idea and the correct solution that we're looking for. And they are, in fact, what's holding us back. So let's go over these eight steps that you need to follow to live your best life. What you essentially need to do for the first step is we need to practice a little bit of self-love. So when you're living your life, a lot of us get into this mantra that we need to be humble and then we need to avoid bragging about ourselves or taking compliments or, or doing anything that puts us in a place to where we are telling people we're special or we're helping other people or anybody understand that we're special. But what we need to understand is that sometimes it's really important to be able to take a compliment and say, you know what, I am that amazing. You know what, I am good at that. That's pretty cool that they notice that because someone else may have noticed that you are good at what you do. And the other idea is rather than other people just telling you, you need to be able to say, hey, I am awesome. Hey, I am good at these things. Hey, I am worth it because I'm me and I'm trying to be the best version of me and I'm trying to put myself in a place to where I know that I'm always going to be happy and I know that what I'm doing is making me happy And I'm not trying to hold back by some preconceived notion that I'm not good enough or I'm not okay or what I'm doing isn't exactly where I need it to be. 
And so this is your, your first step is learning to practice and embrace self-love. And if we can learn to practice and embrace this, we put ourselves in a position where we're confident in ourselves, we're confident in our interactions with other people, and we're confident in the constructs that we embrace in life. So if you have that self-love, you're going to have the confidence to excel in your career. You're going to have that confidence to take it to the next level in your business. You're going to have that confidence to embrace failure. And you're ultimately going to have that confidence that allows you to drive yourself and everything you need to do forward in the environment that you want to drive it into. And so that's number one, which is practicing self-love. Practice uh, number two that I want to look at is making time for the positive influences in your life. So you're going to have people who impact you in different ways in your life. But what you really need to do is make time and give time to the people who influence you in a positive way, make you feel good about yourself. Don't make you feel anxious when you have to come see them or don't make you anxious when you have to be around them. So make more time and reserve more time for the people in your life that are going to give you the experience that you want and the experience that's going to push you further and help you grow as a person and help you grow into where you want to go. And this can be really big when you're trying to embrace your career, when you're trying to build your business, when you're trying to be who you want to be, because it gets you in a construct where you're not afraid to show up. You're not afraid that the people are going to judge you and you're not afraid to be in a position to where the people who surround you are going to bring you down or make you anxious or put you in a place to where you, not, you don't feel okay when you're around them. So that's number two. You want to make sure that you make time for the positive influences in your life and the people that drive you forward. And this isn't just yes people. It's people who will both drive you forward, who will ask you good questions, who will question things sometimes, but not people who bring you down or who attack you or who make you feel not okay and not good about yourself. Which brings you into the next topic that we want to talk about, which is number three, and that is removing the negative people. So if you have people that make you anxious when you want to go see them, you have people that make you nervous, you have people that bring you down or attack you or make you feel not okay or belittle you or you put you in a place to where you don't feel like they respect you for who you are or where you're at right now, these are the people that we need to work on removing from our life because they're bringing you down, they're not putting you in a good place, they're going to make you feel anxious, they're going to hold you back if these kind of people are in the workplace and you're trying to progress you're not going to want to do anything. You just want to sit there with your head down because you're going to feel so scared and afraid of actually confronting or even having a conversation with these kind of people. So now let's look at number four. So number four is really understanding that you should be mindful of your emotions. So we need to take a look at what's going on around us, both our mental sensations, the physical environment that's surrounding us, and we need to be able to just take it in, be, be able to understand it and be, be able to react to it. So we need to be in a place to where we're not necessarily trying to fight anything. We're just bringing it in. We're cognizant. We're aware of what's going on. We're aware of who we're interacting with and we're aware of how it's going because it's going to put us in a place to where we become mindful of our emotions and we become mindful of what's going on around us. We're able to embrace and understand the different emotions we have. We're able to embrace and understand the different feelings and the different strengths we have and the physical sensations that we have and learn to take them in and internalize them and understand them, which makes you incredibly in tune with the present scenario in the present versus being in the past and which is number five so number five is learning to embrace your past so your past is part of your journey it's what brought you to where you are today it's what shaped you to who you are today so we need to learn that it's not something that we need to hide or it's not something that we need to be embarrassed of our past is something that we need to learn to embrace and be proud of because it put us on the journey that took us to where we are today it's part of the life that you've lived and it's part of the life that you should learn to embrace as you grow and as you move and as you get progressively deeper and deeper into life 
Your past isn't something we should hide from. Your past is something that we need to learn to embrace. And you need to learn that your past had the impact on what created your future and what, which is today and what's going to help it create the new future that you have tomorrow. So the number six really dives more into mindfulness at the same time. So we need to learn to live in the present. So a lot of the time we worry about the past. We worry about what could happen. And both of those things we can't control. The only thing we can learn to control in our lives is the present. We have control of the present right now. The present is something that we're not going to worry about. The present is not something that we're going to start thinking about the what ifs. It's just the here and now. So this, this idea that there is only the here and now, be here and now, because that's all we can control is the perfect saying for this thing, because you're going to eliminate the anxiety of the what ifs of what's going to happen. You're going to eliminate the stress and the fear of I did this wrong in the past and only bring out the I am here right now. This is what I'm going to do. I learned from my other situations, but I'm not going to let them control me or hold me back. So then when we look at number seven, which is the next step in living closer getting closer to living your best life, we need to learn that our physical body has a connection to our mental state and our ability to think, feel, react clearly and feel well, feel okay. And so that's sleeping well, eating well and moving. So we need to think about sleep as go to bed when you're tired, wake up, and that's your ideal scenario if you can make that happen. Don't worry about the hours of sleep at night you get. Don't worry about trying to go to sleep as early as possible. Just go to sleep when you're tired. Set your bedtime and make that happen. Then we want to focus on eating well because we have a profound connection in our, our gut and our brain that makes us feel better when we eat better. And when we don't have a state of inflammation in our body, there's a profound gut-brain connection that really makes us feel okay when we actually eat healthy, we eat well. And healthy is defined in so many different ways. But I would say for the shortness of what I'm about to talk about, what I would say for eating well is just eat meat and veggies and add a little bit of fats for flavor and you're in a great position. You don't have to worry about all the other diets and all the talking heads out there. Just make it simple. The more simple it's going to be, the more likely it is you're going to actually do it. And then move. Go out for a walk a couple times a week. Exercise a little bit. Get your body moving in a place to where you actually enjoy it. Maybe you're going to do a martial art a couple times a week. Maybe you're going to go swimming. Maybe you're going to walk. Maybe you're going to participate in some sort of new class. Maybe we're going to do some yoga, but do something that allows you to move. And it doesn't have to be complicated either. It can be as simple as going for a walk, going for a swim, going for a bicycle ride. Any of those things work really well. And you don't have to do it for hours. Just do it for 20 minutes or less a couple times a week. And you're going to put yourself in a place to where your body makes your brain feel better. And you're going to feel more okay when you do these kinds of things. So the way you sleep, the way you eat, and how much you move have direct impacts on the way you feel. So don't neglect this because it's a really important piece of this whole aspect. And then the last thing that I want to talk about in these eight steps to living closer to your best life is being a solution mindset. So for every problem, complaint, or issue, try to provide a solution or agree to let it go. Because these are the things that are going to kill us, they're going to bother us, they're going to make us worry, they're going to give us anxiety, we're going to get depressed over them. Make sure that what's going on in your life, you have the capability to fix it, or you can have the capability to let it go. And so when we look at these eight steps... Number one is practicing self-love. Number two is making time for positive influences. Number three is removing negative people from your life. Four, be mindful. Five, embrace your past. Six, live in the present. Seven, sleep well, eat well, move. Eight, be in a solution mindset. 
if you're if you're feeling like you're stuck in your career, if you're feeling like you're stuck in your life, if you if you feel like you have a business that isn't going anywhere, and the main thing that's holding it back is your inability to change your thought processes and your behavior patterns, and you created some destructive patterns around what you're doing because of some sort of anxiety or, or depression as a result of this kind of stuff, then we can sit here and, and talk about it and we can follow these eight steps to living closer to your best life. We'll see you later. See ya. Hey there. Hope you enjoyed that show here at the Culture of Care. Myself, Chandler, or as you know me, Chan's Logic, I help professionals suffering from high stress, anxiety, and depression who have had their work impacted and careers stalled. And my goal is to help you remove that stress, anxiety, and depression and reignite your career so the thoughts, the feelings, and the emotions you have are no longer holding you back from achieving your dreams. If you're interested in learning more about that, just go to chanslogic.com forward slash let's dash talk. And I'd love to hear from you and maybe we can help you live your dream.